Are you looking to escape your full-time job? Do you feel stuck, strapped for time, and don't know where to start? Well, you're in the right place because this is the Leaving Corporate Podcast where we talk with regular people that left their job by building a business and a life they love. Now here's your host, your corporate escape chaperone, Greg Hickman. What's up, escape artists? I hope all is well. We got a little something new for you today. We are going to be starting what I call Expert Week. And we have five episodes with the Mr. Michael Hyatt. And we're basically oh, you know, chatting with Michael about uh, different topics that you guys have actually asked. So I reached out to you guys and uh, you know, a lot of you answered. And we have five specific questions that we have for Michael Hyatt and he's going to answer for us this week. Each day we're tackling a different topic. So uh, without further ado, we're going to dive right in to today's question for Michael. Michael, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Greg. Awesome. So um, like we like we spoke about a little bit earlier before we started recording, a little new format here for the Leaving Corporate show. We're going to dive into uh, a specific question today that um, the Leaving Corporate listener has. And the first question is coming from Adam Widmer. And he asks, what is the platform or what is a platform? And if I'm working a full-time job, what should I focus on first when it comes to building that platform? Yeah, great question. Um, a platform is that thing that you stand on to get seen or heard. And I use it as a metaphor in the digital world to talk about the digital platform that you stand on to gain visibility in a very, very noisy world where there's a lot of competing voices. Um, it's very difficult to get your message across. And so you've got to take advantage of social media uh, to do that. And the great news is that we live at a time when, they're, when the technology makes this possible like never before. It's possible for people who want to lead, who want to communicate, to leverage that and get their, their message uh, out. So in terms of what's the most important, and I totally get that when you're in a corporate job especially and you're trying to manage your time and you've got limited time, you got to focus on what's important. The most important thing you can do is build a solid home base. And I have a social media model, which I designed basically to, uh, to keep it from feeling so overwhelming. But your home base is that uh, it's a piece of digital real estate that you own and control, like a blog or like a plot podcast, where you own and control the message, you own and control every aspect of the platform. It's not Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter. I call those embassies, and those are places where you have a presence but you don't own and control those. They can throw you out anytime. They can change the rules. Uh, they can really kind of gunk it up. And if you try to build your audience there or your following there, you could be in real trouble if they, if they change the rules on you. So I would focus on becoming a subject matter expert by using a blog, a blog or a podcast. So people look to you as the expert and you can do that with content. And as somebody has said, content is the new marketing. Now, do you feel like for that person who has you know limited hours because of that nine to five, then um, that trying to take on a blog and podcast at the same time is not a wise move? And if so, do you do you see value in starting one before the other? Yes, totally, Greg. Um, there's an ancient Chinese proverb that says, "Man who chases two rabbits catches neither." <laughs> and I think that when you're talking about limited time, like most people today, 
have trying to to start or take on two major undertakings like a podcast and a blog would be crazy. I, I don't know of too many people that could pull that off. I didn't start a podcast until I'd been blogging for eight years. Wow. So I really think the focus will help you get noticed, and that's critically important. And and when it comes to one like to that blog versus podcast topic, I mean, I started I started a blog and podcast called Mobile Mixed, and that was how I got started. And I actually started as a podcaster. And kind of the the what I'm noticing now, you know, two years into it, um, is that you know with the podcast and the show notes, you know, unless your show notes are really really in depth, which most that I've seen aren't, um, it's really hard to build up a lot of that you know, SEO juice that Google will be finding you and really having the reason for people to come to your site, which makes, you know, building an email list a little bit more difficult. So um, I've always, I've been looking at it now as like, I've been following you and seeing these amazing blog posts. Like, yes, you have your podcast, but you have some really in-depth blog posts and you also have some kind of shorter, more motivational, inspirational kind of thought-provoking blog posts that, you know, really I see much more opportunity to be driving traffic from those than, say, show notes. What's kind of your take on that? Well, I, I think there's a lot of different ways to do this. First of all, as a podcaster, one of the things I do is I include a transcript. So that does help get the SEO, uh, SEO juice. Um, but, yeah, I think there's advantages of, of both and disadvantages of both. And I think you've got to decide strategically which one makes the most sense first. And that may well be a blog. Sometimes people are more comfortable in a podcast medium because they're better talkers than writers. And I would use whatever you're the most comfortable with because you can build the momentum that way. And if you're, in, in, if you're thoughtful in the podcast and giving people a reason to go back, like may, maybe there's a special opt-in on your site that's related to that particular podcast, that's a great way to build a, um, a mail list too. It's, just, it's like anything else. You just have to think through kind of the sales funnel and where you want to take people to next and have a clear call to action. And that kind of question that you just alluded to is, you know, thinking what you want people to do next. Um, if for someone that's just getting started with their blog or, or podcast, you know, the, the first stages of building that platform, um, you know, how critical is it that they know exactly where they're trying to take someone from the get-go? Or is it more important just to, to start, start writing about what you're an expert in and, you know, start leveraging the feedback as that guide? Well, I would say a couple of things there. First of all, your singular call to action, especially in the early days, should be sign up for my email list. Mm. There's no uh, asset that you will ever own that is more important than that. I mean, that's how I derive hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars actually in, in revenue every year. It all comes out of the, uh, the mail list. And unfortunately, I didn't get this right at the get-go. So I woke up eight years into the blogging process realizing that I wasn't really uh, aggressively trying to get email lists and not building my list. And I had like 2,700 people on my email list. Mm. And now it's about 120,000. And I built that over the last three years. But that, uh, if I had stayed with just 2,700, it would have really, really hurt my business. So from the get-go, and if I had started from the get-go, I'd be so much further ahead today so that's got to be like the one thing that you ask for is a person's uh, first name and their email address, and that's all. And if you've got that, you're going to be building an asset that over time you're going to be able to monetize. Thanks for listening. If you want to go behind the scenes with me and hear about all the things that I'm learning on how I'm growing my business, be sure to join the newsletter at greghickman.me forward slash newsletter.